Welcome to the Drive Deeper Podcast, where we gather together on your morning commute to dive deeper into the scripture and give you a word to meditate on the rest of the day so that you can walk closely with the Lord during your busy week. Today we're going to be starting a new study in the book of Isaiah. The past couple of weeks have been busy ones for me. We just got done with an evangelism conference for our youth group students and had a couple other churches there, so it took a lot of planning and uh, really drained me. And so I had to take some time to myself, and because of this, got behind on some of my own reading and behind on some podcasts, and I feel like the Lord put it on my heart to get started on the book of Isaiah a little bit earlier than I had intended to. Uh, it was supposed to be a couple weeks from now, but I think he has this uh, for me and hopefully for you for a reason. And so in the first day of reading, there's a, a text in chapter one that just really stood out to me, and it's it's caught my heart before, um, but in reading through it, it really, really caught my heart just because of how sad it is, not just for the Israelites, um, not just for me, but all of us. Um, who call Jesus our Lord and yet do not consistently live our lives like he is our Lord. So in Isaiah chapter 1, verses 2 through 3, it says this, Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. Children have I reared and brought up, but they have rebelled against me. The ox knows its owner and the donkey its master's crib, but Israel does not know. My people do not understand. And then it goes on in the next verse to say, Ah, a sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, offspring of evildoers, children who deal corruptly, they have forsaken the Lord. They have despised the Holy One of Israel. They are utterly estranged. And so the phrase that really stands out to me is verse 3 where it says, The ox knows its owner, the donkey knows its master's crib, but Israel does not know. My people do not understand. And just to think of like the loyalty of an animal, how an animal knows its master in a way that it doesn't with any other human. We see this today, I think, in our context with dogs, right? You have a dog in your home, and the dog is going to listen to most people that it respects in the home. But when it comes down to it, that dog has one master that it really listens to. We definitely see this in our home. Our dog, Poppy, loves all of us. She definitely does not listen to a thing Ezra says. But when Nikki speaks to her, She'll listen, but she listens in a way different way when I'm the one who is telling her no or correcting her because she looks at me as her master. And so this dog listens to me in a way beyond all others because she has a different respect for me. She, she submits to me in whatever circumstance. And I can imagine it would be very similar and probably even more intensified when it comes to a working animal whose life is quite literally listening to their master day in and day out, moment by moment. So you have this with an ox or or a donkey, and, and they know who is their master. 
And they listened to him because of this. And yet, God says, Israel does not know who their master is. I am the one who is their Lord, their King, their master, their God, and yet they do not know. The people do not understand. And so rather than just pointing the finger at Israel, we need to look at our own life when we read a passage like this. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians that the account of the Israelites' dealings with the Lord throughout all of the Old Testament is recorded for us as an example so that we would not walk in their idolatry in sinful ways, but instead learn from their example and, and live our lives in a different way. But often, if you're like me, there are areas of your life that look very much like the Israelites. And so I look at this passage and I think, man, what are the areas of my life that I am not surrendering to God's lordship, where I am not treating him as Lord as I ought to? What are the crevices of my heart that I'm keeping to myself, that he is saying, do this, go there, and I am saying, no. And I'm treating him like he is not my master. So I don't know what that is for you. But maybe you're like me and this passage has got you thinking. My hope is that you would pray over this passage, that you would ask the Lord to search you and know you and make known to you any ways that need correction, that he would test your heart and and bring to the surface that which needs to be removed as he refines you and transforms you into the image of his son. As we seek to live our lives in a manner worthy of our calling by walking in obedience because of the great value that was paid on the cross to give us the life that we now have.